Today's guest on the Bitcoin.com news podcast is EuroSD creator Simone Mafazuka. Welcome back to the show, Simone. Hi, pleasure to be part of the show and thank you for inviting me. Pleasure is all ours. So would you start by telling us what you think about the current market situation, you know, the, the broadly speaking, the crash, the part that the stable coins, you know, play in that? Yeah. Uh, well, from my point of view, uh, we are assisting of uh, uh, definition and uh, uh, centralization of this uh, space that until uh, one year and a half ago was considered a decentralized space. Uh, but the event COVID, for example, uh, shows up uh, that was uh, decentralized as a system because uh, we have been assisting to uh, a very, you know, jump up of Bitcoin, a very explosion of many groups. We can see, you know, Coinbase IPO and the number and, and uh, the price of Bitcoin and many upcoming activity. The, the huge space open on NFT, uh, the launch of uh, the stablecoin, the huge interest on part of the authority and central bank to develop a CBDC or regulate more and more and more the ground. I think uh, this uh, today uh, that we are assisting is just the manifestation of the evolution of this industry and as well of the centralization. Because uh, one uh, uh, you know, index uh, is uh, very clear that stock exchange fell down. Uh, the situation with Russia that uh, at the beginning you know, has as an option and a gateway for you know, escape from the sanction, the Bitcoin, and show up that today uh, this industry is not more decentralized. And as well, the crash of some business show up as well that, uh, you know, there is uh, a regeneration and there is a very high selection uh, on the industry and, uh, of, and that require certain conduct and uh, certain, you know, expertise differently than before because the situation for sure and do the volatility and, uh, you know, the, the stable situation. Uh, needs more, you know, standard, need more quality, needs more capacity of uh, risk management. And this is a very good moment for us, I think, because uh, since 2020, we start our activity with this focus, you know, with a focus that soon uh, the the crypto space is going to be just uh, an added habit of the financial industry. And uh, Wallax has been based on this. And based on this, we started already one year ago imaging EURST. EURST is a, a euro stable coin, nothing special in, in, in general, because in the industry today, every day come up something that has a, one very good uh, uh, soul. And the soul is the, the soul that, uh, you know, uh, consider two important aspects of the um, economy and of finance. That is number one that uh, most of the economy is based in dollars and then uh, dollars should be the asset baggage and this is very important and this is showed up and second things that uh, you know until this moment um, there is a lack of consideration how you know this uh, turnover that is aside the financial system can you know affect the monetary policy and then Another important thing is the monetary policy to 
to follow uh, in the issuance of a product that trade inside this industry and have set time sites. And uh, because today they're going to be involved as well in issues like inflation or any kind of crisis. Uh, we tested euro asset as a logic that is a uh, uh, bagged dollar euro stable coin. And today we had a very great result because uh, uh, in the moment where in Europe we are talking about inflation <laughs> and the dollars is becoming one to one with the, uh, with the euro, our collateral you know, has a strong revaluation. Yeah, people joke around that uh, the euro is now the new stable coin. Yes, and then uh, there is a good surprise that we showed that uh, by having uh, asset-backed dollars, we maintain and we manage any kind of risk towards the inflation. And as well, our client, if they stake euro stable coin, they can maintain their power in Europe. This is. Uh, uh, I think the best result, the achievement that our group, uh, you know, uh, tested. Our euro stable coin has another uh, part that is very interesting, is the part regarding the transaction monitoring, the part regarding the minting and burning system. And uh, last uh, aspect is the, the live audit from Armenino that show every second the reserves, that mean transparency. That is another thing very important especially after these last events. And uh, now we are in process to issue another 13 stable coins of the most used currency. And uh, indirectly or directly, uh, Wallace is going to be an institution that issues stable coin with uh, a very secure asset baggage, very transparent management. And as well, we can say with a very good risk management system. And that's going to be a guarantee. Our target is to be an institutional provider for banking. And uh, we are already testing uh, another system that could be the alternative system to SEP and SWIFT. Uh, that is the um, tokenized cash payment system using blockchain. Because this is what it is at the end, uh, uh, a stable coin is a representation of uh, uh, currency on the blockchain. And this is what uh, it is. And we have been working a lot on the compliance side. And this is very, very, very important. And we are ready soon to implement this to, in large scale for the banking system because it's safe, it's transparent and secure. Do you think that uh, banks and other regulated institutions uh, would prefer to use uh, stable coins, or would they um, will they wait until uh, you know official CBDCs are are created? Well, uh, I think that uh, the process or the way to CBDC as much. Uh, there are um, a lot of communication regarding this and uh, there is a lot of discussion and project or testing. I think it's still long. It's still long because uh, as to follow before all, uh, political you know, uh, settlement and after this uh, to 
find you know an uh, economical and uh, a monetary policy uh, ground and after be you know processed uh, and in the middle of this process i see private institution doing this and providing this this is one point second point is that banks cannot you know afford and cannot manage the Bitcoin or other altcoin, you can say, um, storing and managing for several reasons. The first could be for uh, anti-money laundering purpose, and the second one for the volatility and the, for risk assessment. I think the only bridge and the only filter between the two worlds is the stablecoin. Why? Because stablecoin is the equivalent of the fiat currency that they treat, Second things, uh, a stable coin properly done as we managed is something that gives guarantee to them for anti-money laundering purpose and is the only link to this world that, uh, you know, give them one thing. Uh, an increase of business because now the bank has a problem that uh, with this kind of industry, they are losing a lot of money. So that means they're going to start participate. And uh, they're gonna as well have a, a lot of security with this because stablecoin could be the bridge between the crypto of the client to stablecoin to fiat, and vice versa can be from IBAN account the filter to the trade or whatever it is. And as well, one more thing then I'm gonna have issue, for example, in Europe or wherever with the regulation, uh, you know, like MIFID you know, for the check of users, and then for them going to be very useful, but going to involve them in this big industry and in this huge number. That's what Wallex is doing, working on this and performing the proper structure for be the provider for them. And, and what parts of the world do you think will be the first where we see banks uh, adapt uh, private market uh, stable coins? Well, I think that uh, as much the US is very advanced in terms of regulation, is very open to this change and is doing, I think, the fastest uh, you know, uh, step. Uh, I think that Europe would be one of their primary market and uh, as well as, you know, some banks going to be for sure the, we can say the Troy horse of uh, this situation in Europe. I see as well very well England. They are doing very, very, very good work and they are working really on the proper concept and implementation. They had a very good pool with Bank of England where I've been participating as well uh, at the beginning with the Emerging Payment Association. Um, I think in this side, Euro gonna be uh, one of the first because as well in terms of stable coin with dollar, we have already, uh, you know, huge monsters that are moving on the economy. For sure, the great point on the huge monster of stable coin is always the collateral because most of them are, are asset bagged uh, bank guarantee or uh, commodities or gold or whatever it is. And this is for sure uh, not for the gold, but for other, what I say, you know, collateral, there is a lot of uh, things to, you know, secure for secure the user. This is very important. 
And uh, in terms of regulation, I see many steps advancing. That means that the industry is going to grow and going to become a crypto uh, normal habit. I always say to everyone now that uh, we are living just an evolution, and this evolution is like the one of the telephone. No, when, when in uh, 1994, 1993, we had the first uh, mobile phone no? and the beginning was uh, so big without functionality. And we move it to the you know, smartphone that over to be a phone is today you know, a, a huge world uh, full of services and it's only one solution. That's how I see crypto in the next three, five years and stablecoin. So we are now assisting on this, on the implementation on the traditional financial system. And after we had to work on the education and the large use. Mm -hmm. And do you think that regulation plays a positive role in this evolution of the market? Well, for sure, regulation is going to help. And as well, regulation, uh, you know, is uh, very important for, uh, you know, to know the rules and select the market because today, as well, you know, one, one great point of this industry is that uh, uh, it is recognized like an industry that is great. And it's not like this because we have a very, you know, innovative project in the industry that really, you know, gave chance in the past and will give chance to the people to build a better life. Because today, if you learn how to trade or how to, you know, uh, approach to innovative service with uh, uh, the with some uh, platforms, you can have a better benefit than a traditional bank. Indeed. So uh, I wanted to get your take on the Terra Luna situation. You know, what do you think about um, you know those type of uh, of stable coins, and, and you know uh, how do you see that affecting uh, users and regulations and everything else? Well, for sure, it is a very <laughs> we can say strong medicine for everyone, for the user and for regulator. For sure, such sides of crash is uh, is not something simple. And ordinary in the story of the financial system, I can identify two points: regulator working on as well, you know, protect the monetary policy and the political situation. Because basically, I think that the choice to to have uh, asset-backed Bitcoin has been uh, smart in one way, but very dangerous in the other, uh, for two reasons: one, for the volatility. And, uh, you know, an upcoming situation that was already, you know, uh, moving since one year. That has been the closing of many mining farms from China, uh, you know, Kazakhstan, Russia. This, this is a situation with the war, the situation that uh, Russia has been sanctioned and uh, was thinking to use Bitcoin as a payment method. And that mean was, uh, you know... A way to escape and, and turn around, and I think that as well, uh, regulators saw a big risk on this because you know at the end uh, through Luna, <laughs> with the Bitcoin you can have dollars directly on directly. Correct. This is, was the point, and then this is, was a very very big risk for the system and for what the you know regulator was uh, acting with sanction. This is my point of view as an old-fashioned 
bankers, but uh, um, you know, in the technical side, uh, is a choice, is is a lottery. For sure, was uh, with all the optimists of the Bitcoin dropping in in the last two years uh, was as well a good strategy, no? But at the end, that has been the result. For sure, in general, uh, this affects uh, the industry because uh, already is a great zone. Already there is a lack of trust on the industry, on the product, and this is going to reinforce this and don't help anyone. And, and in fact, after this, we saw that uh, uh, many businesses are closing services over that many are crushed and uh, other ones are restricting. And, uh, you know, I think uh, has been very strong and we, we had to really work on the way that there is a proper regulation, there is more transparency in the industry, and the people can bring back the trust on the proper institution that are working. And I again say that this is a moment of big change and big selection. Only the best is going to continue to grow and uh, maybe deliver as well a better service because it's going to have more audience. And do the banks and the established financial institutions um, do they understand the difference between uh, different stable coins? Can they um, judge what is, uh, you know, safer? What what has uh, auditable uh, reserves, and you know, what's just uh, some, you know, what's a what's a bet basically? Can they tell what's um, what's the most more trustworthy? Uh, uh, technologies out there? Yeah, I, I think that uh, the, the important things that they're going to value is uh, the, the process uh, that uh, the company follow in terms of anti-money laundering, process that uh, the company follow in terms of minting burning and uh, audit of the collateral, and more than ever, the type of the collateral and where it's segregated. We are really working hard in order to arrive uh, to reach an, an understanding or arrive to the proper, you know, uh, regulatory ground for have one more one important things: a safeguarding account for our collateral has uh, a, a normal institution, and just uh, the orchestration of payment through the blockchain and for the different currencies. This, I think, is going to give a very strong security to the institution and going to give the trust to, you know, test and implement in them an infrastructure and in other words, solution that, uh, you know, going to maintain for them still a balance sheet indirectly, a, a, a turnover at the end of the year, because today <laughs> the people, you know, is against the bank. Is moving aside the banking system. No, it's right to turn around. And for sure, this is, has been a very good idea, a revolutionary idea. In this case, I use revolutionary idea. But, you know, in, in the large scale, it, it's not like this because they were still, uh, you know, working uh, differently. And the banking system is the base. Mm -hmm. So when you have to... Uh you know, explain that to, to a bank or, or an investor? How, how do you explain what makes uh, EuroSD uh, different? For stable coin, for, before all, for our stable coin, our infrastructure, 
we we don't have investor because it's a stable coin. It's a financial, not a financial instrument. It's a payment instrument uh, based on the blockchain. This is the first things. On the second way, uh, I I explain something simple. Today you have a deposit somewhere and you have IBANs that is the accountancy and the vehicle that move funds in and out. Today you can have a safeguarding account that additionally. You know, is audited and give you every second the situation. And as well, you have tracking through the blockchain. And every second, you're going to have a quick, you know, really access to the information and to the, you know, the money every second. And this is what is necessary for them. And the protection in anti money laundering, this is as well another point that is very important. I understand. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean investors in somebody that invests in the cash. I meant like an institutional investor, someone that, um, you know, would be a, an established well, sure player, a like, a, like a bank. Yeah. Institutional investors, for sure, today are looking for one thing. They are looking for a compliant product that is uh, an evolution of uh, the banking logic of funds flow that is innovative. Can, that can attract institution and can uh, give them this plug for move funds and migrate funds or uh, educate the 90% of the people that today is not using blockchain. And then institutional invest investor, what going to do is the quality of the uh, technology that you are using, the security of this, the, the treasury management that you do, risk assessment that you have, the system that you have for mounting and burning that guarantee that in the market you have the proper product, not more, not, not less. And uh, over this, that uh, there is a very strong, you know, compliance behind that, uh, you know, uh, can uh, give the, the peace and security to the traditional banking system that everything is going to be fine or manageable, because this is another thing. I hope that this is going to happen soon in general for the system. And um, for sure, this is our target. Additionally to that, I would like to, to talk uh, about another important you know, uh, opportunity through the use of stablecoin that is uh, you know, really to, to build an infrastructure that is, uh, we can say, a stablecoin bank. Get, can facilitate the payment. Um, in, in, in the very faster way than the, the, the traditional system. And more than this, you know, all that is regarding the part of money transfer, like, I don't know, today we have Money Western Union or MoneyGram that already adopting. And you imagine, you know, if you have uh, your, your mother that is living in, in, in Africa and you are working in UK and you can open one platform account for both, receive one card for both, and uh, instantly send the, the tokens and uh, your mom can, you know, swap on a card payment and go to the supermarket pay instead that you go every day in the office of MoneyGram or Money Western Unions, you send the money to your mom, you give your document every time you have to do the KYC, send the money to your mom, your mom has to go maybe in, in another city, bring the money, do the queue, give every time the document. You imagine only on this way what can solve the industry, you know, in, in, in these, you know, topics for the, 
the country that uh, you know have more difficulty with banks and have a lot of banked people. Oh, for sure. That's that's you know one of the biggest uh, use cases for you know for stable coins having you know we have, an ability uh, to do remittances. This, yeah, we are building this system through the project mm -hmm. that is uh, to cash. To cash is gonna really show up all the use cases that bring benefit to the financial system and to the end user in any circumstances from the businesses from uh, we can say a country that uh, are penalized from the, the financial system and as well how can give power to the payment in general mm -hmm. and can you explain what you said about uh, a bank or digital currencies uh now about to cash or uh, in general you 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 mentioned um when you started speaking about to cash about having a a, a bank for digital yeah, currencies a stable coin bank is something different and yeah mm -hmm. a stable coin bank or because uh, a bank for digital uh, currencies is a, a big we can say uh, a big definition we specify with stablecoin bank that is a bank that provides at the end tokenized cash payments using blockchain technology. So that means you have only a, a top-up option, a withdraw option in fiat. You can top up your account with fiat, whatever, with different you know methods like with card or from your bank account in euro, in dollars, in pound, and so on and so. Convert in stable coin and after move all in the blockchain. And uh, another way, receive payments and pay directly through the card by swapping the stable coin to, to the card. And you can pay wherever. And this is going to be a very good benefit, for example, as well for the merchant. I'll give you an example. Today, if you pay by card, the merchant receives the funds in within 24, 36 hours. With the stable coin payment, you receive the money in 20 minutes. For sure, we have uh, still some issue in terms of cost because uh, most of the stable coins still use Ethereum and there are some gas fees that are expensive. But uh, today, the, the, really the, the benefits of this is very huge. And there is a lot to do for, you know, for a part a big change. Yeah, and can you tell us uh, what uh, you know? What what are the fiat currencies that you're uh, aiming at? Is it just uh, the most popular one, or you're aiming like at uh, Africa or, or South America? Like, is there a regional we, component to this? We issued the EUST as uh, really a test. No, we uh, we get it uh, in the beta period in the beginning of the years. And we start testing how the collateral no, was, uh, uh, we can say, answering to the market and to the things. And this go through and that uh, we have been successful. After this, we're going to issue dollar stable coin, pound stable coin. We're going to issue Canadian dollars, stable coin, Australian dollars, Singapore dollars, Hong Kong dollars. And after we're going to issue rup Indian rupee, dirhams. Uh, South African rent, uh, Brazilian reais, and uh, Mexican pesos. We're going to start with these areas that are the most, you know, populated 
area and uh, where the transactions are very important and where they have a lot of issues with this. And after we see how things going and going like this. Got it. Very interesting. Thank you very much, uh, Simone, for taking the time and coming in to explore these topics with us. Thank you. A pleasure. And thank you for listening to the Bitcoin.com News Podcast. Follow us for more interviews with the most interesting leaders, founders, and investors in the fields of cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and the metaverse.